The Boston Greeks podcast is here and ready to bring Greekness back. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another fantastic episode of the Boston Greeks podcast. We have an amazing show tonight. You know, in my eyes, this is like of the highest caliber that you could go because this guy is legendary. This guy is part of history. This guy has so much to do with my upbringing on the Greek scene in Boston. Before we get to him, let me introduce my co-host, my favorite guy, Poti Stamos. What's up, Poti? Yeah, so Ari, and since you introduced me, I'll introduce you, Ari Kalos. Hello. <laughs> so, Foti, tell us, tell us what's going on tonight. I'm, well, I'm super excited about this. Absolutely. So, you know, we've been used to being in lockdown, and finally we got to lock down this guest tonight. Busy guy, right? Uh, but you said legendary, but also we want to uh, also make the point that we worked side by side with this individual. We've created many events, good memories. He was also a big part of the scene in Boston when it came to Greek nights, Greek events, Greek concerts, festivals, you name it. Uh, we brought a lot mixes, of mixes, mixes. Oh my and, God. And remixes. And, you know, truth be told, you know, we've had plenty of great artists. This individual also, in my opinion, is one of the greatest artists who comes from the local scene. With us tonight, DJ Thrilla. Yo, Thrilla, yo, 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 thank yo, yo, you so much on, for joining on, us. There it is. <laughs> right. I, I just had to do it. I had my equipment set up here. So thanks for having it. me, guys. I, I uh, appreciate the intro. I know I work with you guys in different capacities over the years. You've always been very supportive, whether I was at, we were at the club or a concert or even just DJing like a festival or a wedding or something. I always, it's always been uh, nice to see you guys and always feel confident uh, when you guys were at events too. So it, It's funny, uh, Arthur, that, you know, when we, when we do these like formal introductions, it's so funny because we literally are all like a big group of friends, but it just happens that within this big group of friends, there were some like super talented individuals that actually made strides. Like they actually put Boston on the map, yourself being one of them. And, you know, again, I I just find it so entertaining that we're like introducing you as like so-and-so and so, but you're our buddy, you're our friend, you're, you're somebody we know, but it just, it's one of those crazy things. It was just a perfect storm that when we came out that like all these talented individuals were all together. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we came, we, we came and, and, uh, and put our, um, our spin on the scene. It was one thing before we got there. And then once, once we got on the scene, I think we almost transformed it and like made it not only, you know, what's going on in Boston, but we almost made it a global thing where people were knowing about us, you know, all around, all, all in the United States and, and around the world. I mean, we were putting out mixes. We weren't only DJing. We were actually like remixing tracks and working with artists, making our own music and like playing it in the club, which is like that's something that wasn't done before, right. uh, especially in Boston. So that was like, it, w- it was those times too. It was like, it, we had, you know, the club scene was, 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 uh, was asked almost for the taking a lot of um, energy we have a, a lot of, you know, I think social media was first coming out at that point too. So yeah, we had a, yeah. a lot of um, timing. Timing was perfect yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for the whole formula of being successful and bringing us Greeks together on the Boston scene. But Thriller, you probably have either, been listened to by hundreds and thousands of individuals locally, nationally, globally. You probably have created the experiences for many weddings and baptisms as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So besides that, we want our audience to know you a little bit more. Why don't we start by you telling us where you grew up, a little bit about your childhood as a Greek American, and leading up to how music started for you. So, um, 
you know, I was born and raised here at Lynn, Massachusetts, which if you're not from around the area is like 20 minutes north of Boston. Um, you know, and, and my you know, immigrant parents, typical story, um, you know, family in the restaurant business. I was good education. You know, I grew up in, in Lynn, Lynn, which had a sizable Greek community, which mm-hmm. which obviously is a big factor to, because of what I'm doing now. You know, you know, at one point, maybe they might have been 20,000 Greeks. So, I mean, and also not only Greeks, it was a very diverse uh, city itself. You know, we had a, we had a large Hispanic population, uh, Caribbean, you know, uh, Asian, Arabic. There was always like this. So it was it was a huge mix of cultures, um, and that you know that that was that was you know trickled down into the music. Right? It's like I was not only you know listening to Greek music or American music; it was like kind of everything. So a lot of that stuff, um, you know, it influenced me growing up, uh, especially growing up in like that urbanized type of area. So. You know, get to get into music though. Like, I mean, you have to think about it. And you guys probably had the same experience growing up. Greek, you went to a lot of functions growing up. You were at a wedding. You were at a baptism. You were at a festival. You were at a concert. Like, music is like it's like food and like religion. It's it's one of the, the is one of the major parts of our our um our Greek Greek culture. Like, there's no doubt about it. So everywhere we went, we you know it was we go to like a festival. There'd be a band there, or like a wedding. There'd be a band there, and I think. Just generationally, while I was, you know, while I was coming up, it was like, you know, right, that bands were kind of getting phased out. Like there was an emergence of a, of a Greek DJ, and that, that Greek DJ was, you know, tying into like what was going on with just regular American DJing, where like people were mixing, you know, like hip hop or dance records and stuff like that. But now you're mixing Greek records, so you had like this whole culture, and especially in Lynn, and I think too, like I think Lynn, even in Rosendale, there was like that. There was a subculture of like DJing and, and stuff like that. So I kind of grew up with that. I mean. You've obviously had Peter Solaris on there. So like, I remember being like 15, 16 years old. And, you know, the only place you can get Greek music was from like one of his mix CDs, mixtapes mm-hmm. at the time. So like a lot of that was, you know, and that was like, that was liquid gold back then. We didn't have the internet, we didn't have nothing. So like a lot of that stuff influenced me. I, you know, his style of, of actually like make, mixing two Greek songs that, that you never would think. So, I mean, even at that time, I think there was also a transition in Greek music where it's like, at one point, it was my our parents' music, Kalamatyanan, and then Nishotika, you're hearing at, at, a, at a Vaftisi or, or a festival. To now, late 90s, all of a sudden, the music is actually becoming like our music, where it's like, we're going to Greece, we're hearing this music, we're playing it at the club. It's like new, upbeat, it's modern, it's contemporary, it's like mixed with like Latin and hip-hop beats, and, you know, and all of a sudden, like, you know, late 90s, the music started getting really good. And uh, I mean, so I, like at that point, I think, you know, and that's... Probably, you know, I was going clubbing all the time, every every week. And you know how Boston had like so many Greek nights you'd go to. Not only Greek nights, but like every American night. So I was, I was myself. I think a lot of that big events was I was like, I was a club kid. I was going to the club every 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 day I could. Not only here, I'd go to Canada, I'd go to Montreal, you'd go to like Miami, Greece, I, mean, I went to Ibiza. Like you, so like that was a lot of my influence growing up. It was like I wanted to go to the club. I remember, I'll tell you right now, one of my, one of the most. Um, inspirational moments of my life not inspirational but like life-changing almost is like being like 16 17 and going to the roxy on a, on a, on a, on, a, on a christmas or an easter night right <laughs> now think about this like and i and i thought about why was it so like crazy not just because it was a club it's because now i i live in lynn where it's like oh we have our greek friends and group of people that you know we know everybody right probably did the same thing where you guys grew up you knew everybody but then i stepped into this place and i'm like wow all these people are just just like me but like I don't know them, and they're just just here just because they're Greek. Yeah. So it's like it's like it's like it was like this other world that I discovered. I'm like, wow, there's a Greek people like me 
you know, like I, I always, you know, growing up and you grow up too, like in a community too, like you always want to know where you belong. You're like, all right. So I realized like, this is like where I belong. These people are just like me. And it was almost like, and then like they listen to this Greek music that I, I might've had on a, on a, on a tape one day and like they're listening to it, singing to it and clapping their hands to it. I'm like, wow. You know? So like, it, it was like a drastic shift from like what my parents or, or their generation was doing from like, all right, this is, this is like, now it's like kind of my, my generation of like, oh, mm-hmm. this is like, this in like you know that at that time you had like Alkeos was coming out and like you know Dinata Dinata Vinatakis was out mm-hmm. like all um all these like super songs that like to this day obviously because I think at the age I was um they were they, you know I I love these songs but like at the time like they were really, they really changed the way I looked at Greek music because uh, you know before that I was like all right I don't want to hear this crap it's like you know it's <laughs> like you know, what do you have you this and you're like dancing in the in the in the, in the so field you've, you know? you've given us you've given us this timeline of inspiration impacts influences yeah so where was that pivotal moment where you started to get on the tables so so what happened to me is oh, I I went graduated college you know and I always had I I, would, I remember speaking to all my Greek friends, like, especially like my friend, Chris, and, uh, who was also a DJ, uh, Greco. And I, I would mess with him. I'm like, Hey, I'm like, dude, like we can like merge a Greek song and, a, and an American song. Like, you know, like sing, like, you know, um, you know, Maria, Maria. And then like mix it in with like Maria Metakitrina. Like I would like say stupid sh- jokes like that because you, you know, were doing, so you were doing vocals. No, yeah. Right. I was, <laughs> so we were like joking, like drinking, joking. I'm like, imagine that. Like, you know, we always would say like, we're going to come up with a song. It's going to be called the Greeks come out at night. <laughs> come out at... Like who does joke? Like, so in our heads, like I would be like mixing like American and, and Greek music. But um, so I would always have that in the back of my mind. So when I graduated college or I was in college at towards the end, you know, my co- older cousins were DJs. I'd say that there's a, a whole DJ culture. I was like, I want to get into like music production. But at the time, music production and DJing is the same thing. Because it was a technology, you had to do you had to do both. I mean, all the biggest producers in the world were, you know, Dr. Dre, Timbaland. Those all these guys were all DJs too. So like, it was like <laughs> DJ was like the the uh, foundation of doing music production. So I ended up going, got my first job out of college. I'm like, oh, I got this extra money. I'm gonna go buy some equipment, bought some equipment. I'm been messing around trying to figure this stuff out. Um, you know, reached out to like Chris and John who were DJing for a long time. My older cousins, they, you know, they would tell me, learn things. You know, I, I, I probably self-taught myself most, most of it. Um, but then it was a pivotal moment. Like I got laid off of my job and I'm like, you know, what the hell's, you know, what am I going to do? So I had all this extra time. So, you know, I had my, took my parents' basement made into like the studio. My parents were like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, you went to school. Um, it was just a joke. Like, people were like, laughing at me. They're like, no, man, this is what I want to do. They're like, what the hell? So I'm like, at that point, I'm like, I, I had to like figure this stuff out because I'm like, how much time do I have to do this? Right. So I ended up, um, you know, reaching out to like Chris. I used to sit and they used to do production. So I used to go by their studio and just like sit in and like watch them do what they do. Um, you know, and then I, and then I, I was just doing like American stuff and mixing, like making beats and like little remixes. And then at one point I'm like, I want to make a Greek mix CD like they used to do back in the day. At that point, I haven't heard, I hadn't heard one in Boston for a while. Like no one, no one was putting them out. I think like I would get like a Nico, Nico would do them back in the day. He'd do like a mix at the club and get like, I want to put one together myself. And I ended up putting one together. And, I, and at that point I had like, I got, I made the CD. It was like 25 of the best songs like you've ever heard in Greek music. Like I took my time and put it together. I ended up printing it out. And started giving them out. I'm like, all right, this is it. I'm gonna give out these CDs. Everyone's gonna know who the hell I am. So I ended up giving them out. People started like, oh, you're a DJ. Oh, why don't you come DJ my 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 baptism? Um, oh crap. I'm like, I don't even think about that. <laughs> so I, you know, I had to teach myself how they like. I had to get build up a library. Um, 
and and from that from that point on i was like i was like look i gotta i gotta focus more on the greek stuff because this is the people i know these mm-hmm. are the people that are supporting me. So I ended up, um, you know, just doing the Greek. And then I started getting into the remixes. And at that, at that time, like you go online and you'd find remixes on like forums. So like you'd go on there and like DJs from around the world would put up their remixes. So I wanted to get into doing that stuff like that. Like that's how I knew Crazy Con from back then from like he was doing, putting out mixes up there. And then I started doing the mixes. Um, and then, you know, I started like almost like do the, the guerrilla marketing. I was like, I remember I would call Ari. I'm like, Ari, can you put this on your website? And it'd be like a random remix. <laughs> and like, and like people would start to know me and stuff like that. And then like, you know, all of a sudden it's like, um, you know, um, we went to like, you know, you, you go to Greece and like, boom, I'm like, I'm on the, I'm on the, uh, on the beach. And like, I'm looking at like this mix CD of stuff and oh, my remix is on. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> nice. That's so I'm cool. like, I'm like, what, I'm like, what the hell's going on here? So like, I'm like, damn, like, so like, they got online marketing, like we ended up working, you know? So like, you know, all of a sudden, like, and then, and then I was here, people go, going to Greece, I'm like, yo, I heard your remix on the radio. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That remix you did. I'm like, I'm like, so people, so the, at the time, so DJs were picking them up online and just like, boom, spreading them out. So at that point, you know, I, in my end, I was like, I was like, you know, I mean, oh, wow. Like I must be doing something right. I'm like, everyone's like listening to this stuff, but then like, you know, how long are you going to sit in your basement? You're like, all right, I need, you know, so that, that's when I started actually like DJing and as a performer, um, mm-hmm. well, you know, you kind of have to go out there and support it and people, and you started to be in demand. So I was getting calls, you know, to do like, you know, random events, festivals and stuff like that. And people started, get, you know, that's how I, I initially got my name out there. Um, you know, and then, and then all of a sudden I'm, I'm out there and like still learning. I'm, I'm in studios, like random. I learned a lot of my music production stuff. I actually learned, um, there was some, um, some Spanish, there's some Dominican kids that I linked up with in Lynn and they would kind of doing what I was doing, but they were doing, they were Spanish. So I would go to their studio and there was like guys in there, like there was actually one of the producers that was, they, they were working with. And I was in the studio with him. He was actually, um, a producer that just worked with Jay-Z and did like his first reggaeton track with Jay-Z. Wow. So like he came back. So he was, he was in New York, came back. He was from Lynn and he was sitting in the studio. We, we had conversations. I was like, I think I was the only non-Hispanic person in there, but they didn't care. I was just sitting there. It was all about the music. Mm-hmm. We were sitting there. So I was in, in his studio. Um, you know, I learned like probably 90% of what I know how to do on music production is just by sitting with them. Um, they, they you know, taught their, when they're soft. And I, and I, and I would go out there, we would like talk about music and I would, I would let them listen to greek tracks and they were the spanish tracks so it was like a, it was like a good like little community um so yeah that was it i was so at that point when i was started getting making the mix cds i was out grinding i was just out giving out cds i ended up going to new york um and i ended up meeting um a, a producer through somebody his name is yanni papadopoulos right and i was like oh yeah i don't know if you guys knew who he was, was papadopoulos i'm like who's this guy i'm talking to him the guy he was a greek american he's Greek American producer. He produced. He wrote the Thelutetus Philus from Terzi. Oh wow! He wrote that record and he sold it to and he gave it to them. He also wrote like five songs with Notis Fakianaki on that double, uh, double, double uh, CD, the uh, Sun and the CD. He wrote like five songs on there. He worked with like Busta Rhymes. He worked with J Lo. They put, so I went to the studio with him. We ended up doing like doing some work. I sat, learned from him a little bit, but it was like a huge experience. Actually, rest in peace because he did pass away um like five six years ago but like i learned a lot from him so like i was just like ending up out there in the scene like just trying to get my name out there put my word out there and like you know this is right before social media really hit so i was out there even passing cds i was working with producers so it was a a huge training ground for me at that time and i was learning for everybody yeah so that i mean 
you know, I, I think the end, uh, the end justified the means of me being out there, probably being in some dangerous situations sometimes, you know, <laughs> being like basement uh, you know. studios and like the ghetto, but like, <laughs> but no, but, but, but Arthur, I mean, it's, it's to, to your testament, you know, it's, you know, your, your talent has been shown in many different levels of the fact that you're, it's, you just listen to your stuff and you can just tell like whatever you're doing, uh, you're doing it right. The mixes are very creative. Uh, they resonate with us. Uh, you know, they're memorable. Um, you can't replicate the talent that you have. So uh, for those that are listening to this episode, you know, if this is your first time coming across DJ Thriller, you got to listen to his stuff. Um, well, hey, we have, we have a bunch of his uh, stuff on the app and the website. But again, Fati, I doubt anybody is coming across Thriller for the first time. So, but well, if you haven't got, heard got, these mixes, a young yet, audience. So yes, absolutely. Yeah, true. And look, the audience, the audience does get younger. You're right. So you almost have to keep. I I also keep myself up to date. So I I think the older you get, the more you tend to like uh, fall back to the songs you grew up with, and like they were hard and stuff, and the music is not that good. I try to stay as uh, you know, obviously as up to date as possible, but not, you know, not even with like, uh, new artists and new songs too. Like I, when I do new mixes, I got to incorporate the new stuff too. It's very important just because that new audience, that's what they want to hear. That's literally one area of why I would never be able to be a DJ because I'm like the, the old cranky guy that just, uh, hates new music. I'm like, ah, that's all crap. In my day, in my day, it was real music. So I can never, I would never be able to keep up. You got to think about it. I think I, I have to, as a DJ, you got to, I, I have to think about it objectively. Like, right, this is a good song. This song is going to be make people dance. Yeah. Right. My yeah. opinion on the song itself, obviously I like, I might, I might like it. Most of the time I like it, but I have to think objectively and say, all right, this song is going to ba- be a bang. Yeah. And people are right. like it. Yeah. Know? It's like being a chef. You, you Sometimes you, you serve You're, food. You, you, don't eat you also, uh, let's yeah. not forget, let's mention too, uh, Thriller, you've also done some other great work. You've also worked with the Celtics, correct? Yeah, so uh, a lot of the things I do now is um, I do music production. Not, so I work with a d- dance group they call Funk Phenomenon, and they're out of uh, Boston Everett now. This they ha- they are the junior dancers for the Celtics. So what they do is uh, every year, let's talk pre-COVID because things have gotten mixed up now, but every year I would do like 10, 15 mixes for them that they would dance to during the timeouts during the Celtics game. So you'd go to a Celtics game and then timeout comes on, boom, these dancers are in the middle of the dance floor and then my mixes are coming on. Cool. Yeah. So like people hear them, not only that, they're doing sh- showcases. Um, the same, uh, the funny thing is about these dancers, they're, they're probably the, the um, you know, I'd say the best in Boston, but they're the most known in Boston. They, they also, they, they're also in like movies. It's like extras and like dance, like, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Extras. So like, for example, like my wife pointed out too, we were watching that new Ghostbusters movie, the one with um, Melissa McCarthy's in it. It was filled in Boston. There was a dance scene in it. And we're watching it, and she's like, "Are those the guys that were at the house? Because they would come to my house and like I would mix their music for them." And I'm like, "What the?" Hell? So I I, I text the, the owner, I'm like, "Are those are they in the movie?" They're like, "Yeah, yeah, they're like they're in the they're in the movie. They're like they're in the scene in the movie." That's so, so cool. Uh, yeah, like I think I, I, the other kid is now the other kid I work with now. He's going to be in a new Whitney. There's a new bio pick about uh, Whitney. He's like in that, and then there's oh, cool. one in for uh, the one for the new West Side Story. A bunch of the couple of dancers are in there. Oh wow. Yeah, so like I work with them, I do all their music. Like they'll go, they'll go tour around the world, around the country, uh, with artists. Like they open up for them. So I like, I'll produce their music. I'll like mix it, remix it, and stuff like that. Um, so you, cool. you're like, you're like all over, all over the, all over the place here with music from DJing, remixing, production, um, and also 
you're responsible for how many weddings? Well, yeah, no, I do enough weddings every year. Like um, the thing is with, with weddings, like, I, you know, I probably do probably 50, 50. Most of them are Greek weddings. Most of them are mixed Greek weddings. Uh, but, you know, there was a high demand for it at some point, And and I kind of stuck with it. Um, you know, and it, it, it's it's I'm not at the club anymore. So like when you're at the wedding, especially the dance portion, you know, I can sit there, I can mix you know, I can program a good mix for these people. And I think I, the different, there's a lot, there's, there's a bunch of guys doing it. Um, and I know all of them are cool with all of them, but I think my, the difference with me is, you know, I'm, I have a lot more experience with the music and I, and I think I put a lot of thought into the music I play. And then just my collection of music that I get, like I'm in some, I'm in a network with the DJs from around the world, like a lot from, I'm not only I'm using, using their mixes, I'm making mixes. So I'm uh, the, the music that I play at a wedding is 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 probably you know a little bit a little bit different than you hear at run in the mill uh, kind of a guy. So my specialty, for, especially for weddings, is like playing the best music possible, you know, mm-hmm. and that's always been my my angle. And so I, I I do I do a lot of word of mouth stuff, you know. And you I've run into you guys a bunch of times at random. Oh, you've done you've done also some of our own uh, family. Yeah, I did, I did I did you know uh, nice to see you know even our, our generation is having kids and stuff and weddings and stuff. It's it's nice to see them. That you know, I remember you guys. We were getting you know smashed in the club, and now we're <laughs> now we're having uh, we're having babies. Yes, yeah, so. excellent. No, this is great. Uh, <laughs> getting smashed at the baptisms. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So, Thriller. Um, what's what's in store for you? What are you doing these days? What's going on now? As far as you know, you you've given us your your history, your timeline of uh, where you started, where you are, uh, and what's what's going on now. Let's well, I mean, I'm still I'm still working with the dance groups and doing with the dance crews. I'm doing a lot of their music. You know, I'm actually doing them now. I'm doing a lot of stuff. I'm putting out a lot of um, mixes and stuff uh, with you guys on my SoundCloud. You guys probably want to visit my SoundCloud. I think you guys will put links to the SoundCloud, which yep. is uh, well, uh, we're definitely going to feature all of your music and uh, your mixes right on our own platform. So that for those that are listening, they can actually check. And out whenever whenever we post any of uh, Thriller's mixes, uh, we also link to a SoundCloud. So yeah, if so my SoundCloud, my SoundCloud is big. I think you know that's that's the trend nowadays. Everybody is on the sound is on SoundCloud. Um, you know, I, I obviously I, I still do a numerous amount of events. Um, if you go to my website, djthriller.com, um, I do that. Um, you know, I, I did someone someone's been uh, in my ear about maybe starting a uh, a Greek radio station here in Boston. Ooh, that sounds interesting. I like that. Uh, yeah, so we'd be uh, you know, featuring maybe once a week mixes and you know stuff. We need we need we need something that is is kind of like what we're doing with the web and the app, but uh, bring your music into it and just do it as a radio show. What do you guys think? I love I think, it. I think there's a few big possibility that would that would. I'm work. in. I'm in. Yeah. All right. Well, look, I'll tell you, I have. Just because of COVID and stuff, I feel like I've been I've been uh, I have a lot. I have overflow of good Greek music that I need to hear. Oh. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Get it out I, there. I, you know, not only stuff that I make, but like other stuff that I, I'm hearing from around from around the globe pretty much. I remixes, see. hot remixes, remake uh song new Greek songs and you know, I think Greek music has 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 uh, come a long way and being able to be like it's very <clears throat> up tempo and, and a lot of energy. If you put a show together, put a lot of that music in there, I think all right, we should talk. They definitely <laughs> will listen. We should talk. We'll do this. We're doing this. Yes. That's it. So, uh, you know, I, I love listening to you, Thriller, because it, it's like I, I just sat back and just listened to you and let the, the you know, the, the visions Whoa. of the past like flow through my head. And it was just an awesome experience just now. And um, there's one thing there's one thing I want to ask you 
from something I'm curious about, but when you guys were putting out, um, you know, that, that original Greek, like hip hop back in the day, what, what, in my opinion, I think Boston was literally like the only place that this stuff was coming out of, or was one of the first places it was coming out of. Is that, is that what your experience was? Yeah. So I'll tell you, I'll, I mean, actually, I'll, I'll actually maybe go through my, what my experience was with that whole project that, that whole Greek hip hop scene per se. Um, so I'll tell you right now, like what they were, if you looked, if you knew were in the music, like I was in the music, there was some small little, there was like New York, like some guys in New York would make like a song. They did a song where it was like, they redid like some reggaeton song. Um, it was yeah. Guy, I think I know which song that is. Yeah. It was a hip hop group. There was a hip hop artist out of Toronto that was doing some, some really um, cool stuff where he was taking Greek beats and rapping over them in English, you know, and there was, so there was, there was like, there was pieces of that here or there. And it was always, I think like, like the same way that I'm mashing up music, like the same way that I would, that I, that's, that I sat down and I said, I'm going to make, you know, Drake versus Giamos and like mm-hmm. do a track. Like in my head, that was like, the, I'm like, well, that's what I'm going to do. Cause that's what I can do. Cause I, in my head, I want to make something like, you know, on a VC and in, in little Wayne or something like mash them up. But I think the next level to that was like, let's make our own rap song. Yeah. Um, and so what happened was, so I was out there hustling, do my remixes and stuff like that. And I got approached by actually um, um, some kids that I knew that from, actually from Rosendale. So I'm in Lynn, these kids from Rosendale, we're like, we're, we're like rivals almost. But one, one guy almost. over there, he's like, yo, he's like, yo, I got this, I got my friend, he raps. And I'm like, well, raps. I'm like, like, what do you mean raps? Like in Greek. I'm like, man, I go. And, and so before this, my experience with Greek rap was like, I never liked it. I never liked listening to it. I thought it was like, when you're in America and you hear American <laughs> rap music, it's like, that's the pure form of it. You hear somebody yeah. in Greek rap. It's like, it's weird. It was weird. Anyways, <laughs> they approached me like, yo, my boy raps. And I'm like, well, I'm like, well, uh, Mike, do you think you, you got a stu- you want to get, you know, somebody can get a studio, we record them, you know, we can make some music. And I was like, look, I don't do that right now. And at the time I wasn't doing that because I was kind of doing DJing and small productions. I was like, I was like, let me introduce you to um, Chris and John, which was Chris Parayo, which is El Greco and John at the time were doing music production. The same guys that I, you know, that, that I would, I would go by and, you know, pick up some stuff from. And I was like, oh, I, I brought them there because they were actually doing some recording. And from there is like, they all got, to, we all got together, kind of formed a little team. They, um, and, uh, we put out a record. We put out like, you know, that, that, that song with Stelio and it was good. It was an underground song. Everybody loved it. We, 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 Ari put it on his website. It was like the hugest thing. Like we made it, we did one song and we made it the thing that everybody needs to hear. That's, uh, that's my experience. And yeah. what I, what I want to know is from my point of view, I thought that was the biggest thing ever. Like, I was talking to people from other states. I was talking to people from other places. I was talking to people in Greece. Everybody was listening to the song. And I was like, is Boston like the only people doing something? Yeah, like, cool? I, I'll tell you, I, I put, so I use those same avenues that I had that I was pushing my Greek music with. I, 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 Cause I was doing a lot of the marketing. I use those same avenues. I push it out to all the DJs. I push it out to, to you in Boston. Um, I push it out into um, to like, you know, DJs that I knew in, in New York and stuff. So like it, it, it took, it, it went viral before. Yeah, I if, if I remember, the, the, and I remember talking to you about this, but this is so long ago that I don't know if I have the numbers right. But if I remember the first week that I posted it on um, the website, if, if I remember correctly, it had like 82,000 downloads yeah, or something in a week. I, that's, the, that's the number I, rem- I remember too. In I, a week. 
Yeah, so I, you, I, I would take that link and I would put it at all these forums all over the world, like in Greece and in Australia and, and in Canada and like all, all these forums, everybody. So, so I would I push the hell out of this track. I mean, it, it got it got big. It was being bootlegged everywhere. It was being played at clubs in Greece. Like, so like, so I think we used that momentum. I think we ended up, well, what ended up happening is we ended up dissolving, working with him. Um, it just didn't work out. And then, then Alex came, you, that you guys had into you. Alex came along and then like, we were you we were able to use that that momentum that we built there to have to and with you know Alex ended up scoring that 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 um the feature with going through you know yeah. so like it kind of built on each other so like we had a little scene but we made I think we made an impact but like, that's what I'm talking about it's like I know I, you would expect I New York to do it before us but that's what I'm saying like I, I've been hearing all sorts of stuff from New York but nothing was on that level I was hearing stuff from other places. Nothing was on that level. So then I'm thinking, is it just because I'm in Boston that it, it's like this? But it's not. It was everywhere. Uh, fast forward. Oh, look, and and, and, I, and we, it was like a huge collaborative project. All of us worked on it. It's like 10 people on that track. My voice is in the beginning. If you ever listen to it, I like say like, Lady, oh, yeah. like put your drinks up. Like, so I'm like, I just, oh, I just oh, repeat. Oh, I just repeat that song over and over again. I love that part. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, well, I'll tell you right now. You go online; it's it's like millions of plays on 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 YouTube. I'm not lying; I'm not exaggerating. Well, like, can, yeah, can yeah. You, what's what's the name of the track so we can let our audience know? Uh, well, you, you have to look it up. It's called "Fuda Kala Matiani," and it's like it's it's like a song which who is doesn't like, know that everybody knows that inspired by um by 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 uh, marijuana, <laughs> which is not I, a big thing. But I was going to so, say, uh, Thriller, fa- the, the reason I knew that it was more than just a Boston thing and it was really that big because fast forward years later, I met my wife and one conversation led to another. And she's like, oh, I know that song. Uh, you got I met uh, Chris and he handed me a CD and we used to play that all summer long. That was yeah, like the, the part, of promotions, part of my promotions. We went down to Florida. Yeah. For the YAL convention down there, and we passed out 500 CDs. But that that was that was the same type of things we were doing at the club. Like when I was working with with when I was with Sigma, we were doing Sigma Entertainment. We would do that. We would pa- take out five. We would print out like 300 CDs for the night and just pass them out like yeah. free. Like take the CDs and 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 then within the CD it would be awesome music, but we also would brand ourselves. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it was a huge marketing scene. Back then, and that and those those CDs too, they were online. People were listening to them uh, everywhere. We, we should do we should do a, an archive of those CDs. Yeah, yeah, I have most of them. Uh, I've talked to Chris about see if what he has left. I've I've tried to preserve a lot of them, like um, on my uh, on my mix clouds. But it's it's um, I mean we we were putting out two three CDs a year, you know, like all these all, every event. Yeah, you know? that Bunny Ball CD, people still talk about that forever like we do them, we would do them every year but people would look forward to the bunny ball cd yeah it was like it was an era. Those, were, those were exciting times man yeah. i look back and it was like it was, it was just such a cool moment in time and i'll tell you so when i when i first started i remember i was i, I was making greek mix cd and i was like i gotta get these to the promoters and because obviously i was going to clubs at the time i knew everybody because i was a patron but i was like i want to get these to the people to the, like to the promoters and i knew them so i went out i would give one to like to Manos, Frankie, I think it was anybody, anybody, anybody that was in the Greek scene, I would give the CDs to. I probably gave one to Forty and you guys. And the only guy that ever got back to me was Spiro from <laughs> uh, from Sigma. He's like, dude, this is a dope CD. We got to do something. I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, uh, I'm like, yeah, man. I go, I'm just, I just started getting into it. He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, well, years later, I ended up, we ended up working together, and I was we were doing the nights together. But he was the only one 
that like actually was like took me like took me serious because it was like out of nowhere. Out of the well, yeah, he he had a good air too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I'll tell you right now. Speaking of Greek hip hop and then Greek music in Boston, he was a good artist, and no one—I don't know if a lot of people knew it—but he went under the name Nesso. And after we did work with Stelio, and then after work we worked with Alex, we worked with Nesso, and he was putting out some really good music. Um, and uh, he was very talented. I remember, and I still have a lot of his songs. Like so, we had like that little scene going. There was a scene. He actually went to—he went and um in to Greece. In Greece and, and uh, went to X Factor. He was yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember that. So, I mean, that was all a product. Look about that was all a product of what we were doing. Like, yeah. People were out there. But th- this is this is what I'm saying. It was like, we're all a group of friends, but how many talented people were in that one group? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, boss, I'll tell you, we went, I remember we would go to New York and like, you know, everybody's always intimidated. Oh, New York is like, you know, they would be like, oh, you're from Boston. What do you know? I'm like, no, man. Like, and then you tell them who you were and they listen to your stuff. They're like, well, yeah, all right. That's, you're, you're pretty good. You know, like, so. To, to hey, people, we, we, were, we were Bostonians and we were doing parties in New York. So yeah. it's like, think about that. <laughs> exactly. So like these, so I mean, you, we always would, I know we always would, would have that conversation with them and they wouldn't take us seriously. But once they knew who we were and they listened to our stuff, they're like, all right, yeah. Um, yeah, so it was, it, it was it was a journey, man. Like we I, I, we were talking to before, I think we spoke to before. Like we would go to New York, we go to uh, Astoria, and like people would know us out of nowhere. They're like, oh, Thriller, oh, Greco. So yeah, we went to Philly. Yeah, uh, we DJ down there. We got a great reception. Philly, like, Philly, you're very well known in Philly. I'll <laughs> tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what it is, man. Like I never we went. I, I know you went went down there. We went down there. We, we played our music. I think I, 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 I my mixes and stuff. I connected with a lot of people. Like a lot of people that. We're in my mentality where they wanted to hear like mashups of like, or like just wanted to hear that mix of like American music, the hip hop, that reggaeton, you know, the Latin music mixed with the Greek music. Because, because no, in essence, that's what we are. We're, we're, we're in America. We're a mix of two cultures. Right. And I think the way that, I, that when I came out with these mashups and these remixes and even the mix CDs where I'm mixing both genres, it's like a reflection of us, of like me, like, yeah. you know, I'm not Greek. I'm not American. I'm like Greek American. Like, so, you know, good point. Yeah. Well, you know, so, so yeah. I think with it when I when I came out with the music, people were like people attached themselves, like, wow, I can't believe you just, you know, you bid 50 cent with with uh with uh, Van D. Like, how did you do that? That's awesome. So Dude, yeah. I, I I love hearing it. I love hearing all these stories. I mean, we we've done the group uh DJ yeah. thing, and you know, I love that. I love listening to the individuals, uh, I love everybody's uh point of view on the scene. I love everybody's uh, memories of the scene. And you know what? Fine. Let's let's stop talking about the past. But the future's coming too. And you're still doing it. We're going to do more stuff together. You're going to do stuff on your own. We're going to do stuff together. It's it's just going to keep going. So yeah, you know, look, the passion, the passion's there, and I mean, you and obviously I, I still have it, and you guys have it too. Like you guys have, and I, and that's why I really want to thank you guys because you guys are building that platform of like me to be heard. Like, and that's what I need. Like, I can only do so much, and I learned that early, my early days. Like every time I that I the most I got most popular or people to hear my stuff is when I align myself with with Sigma to do Greek nights or we took the hip hop, Greek hip hop and we aligned, we worked as a group or I got my mixes to you, to you when you had your old website and, and you got it out there that a lone wolf is it's tough. Like you can push your music out, but if when you start, when you have a team assembled, I think right. you can make waves and you guys, you guys always help provide with that. Always were very um, and a, mutual, and supportive too, you know, and, and our end, yeah. it works the same way on our end. We need individuals like yourself to keep our platforms running. Yeah. Interesting. 
and it's, keeping our audience together. It's, it's like a symbiotic relationship. You put out great content. We have a platform. Without content, there's no platform. Without a platform, it's hard to get content out. So it works yeah. well together. Yeah, and it's really great. I think I think a, a lot of times, um, you know, people might they don't work well together, and you know, they, they get a lot of egos. But you you really, I learned that early in that in the game that gets really gets you nowhere. No, yeah, you yeah. No, you can't. Up. You can't. You you have to be cool with people because you never know who is gonna do something great or who's gonna help you or you you never know. And it's just it's better to not cut people out and burn bridges than to it's just it's just better to be together and and our group that we're talking about all this time imagine like nobody liked each other or nobody worked together imagine what the scene would be like the scene would be totally different there would have been there wouldn't have been a scene no yeah we would we would have been uh we would have ran each other's throats and it it worked well i think like probably the best times i had djing were at those big greek nights like yeah i was you know i went from i went from a a a, a little kid going into these big greek nights as intimidated and like wow i can't believe this and then like actually in behind the booth and djing and like well you know on 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 the on the boston greeks uh website you know we didn't get to the sigma times yet with the picture galleries but all you young younger people out there wait till we get to those photo galleries and just like look at these guys and look at the crowd that they had and look at like what's going on. I think I have video clips too. So you could actually hear. Yeah. It, it's amazing. It's amazing that we were part of that. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was nice. It was five, 600 people there. It was overflowing. It was like, oh, yeah. it was insanity. I was like, I don't know. You couldn't, even, I don't know. The DJ booth was like, it was 20 people in DJ booth. I'm trying to spin <laughs> it like this. Um, it was, uh, Good times. It was, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot of Greek nights back then too. Like it was, it all built up to each other. I know uh, Foti had a very successful uh, Greek ve- uh, night going on at, you know, all those nights, they all, you know, they all led up to each other, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, Absolutely. we all fed off of each other. Uh, we all created that buzz and energy in the city. Um, and to your point, too, as you know, Greeks in Boston, I don't know any other city, but maybe outside of New York. But at that time, if you, you can really think about it, there was Greek nights going on every week, Wednesday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Yeah. And then there was these one offs on the weekends, long weekends, holidays. Yeah. Um, we were just filled with events. There was always something to go to. Yeah, and I think that, and I'll tell you that's that's the pro, that's probably the environment where I came from and where I came out with that when I was became one of my biggest influences is that scene is that that connection with the Greeks in Massachusetts and then and then becomes you know when you throw the internet in there it's now we're connected Ooh. with Greeks all over the world you know yeah so it was like well look we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna, you know now we're we're still kind of in the throes of a pandemic but you know once that stuff starts to subside we're gonna get back into this stuff we're gonna start doing events we're gonna start doing concerts uh we got the platform we got the the talent we got we everything is there we, we have the perfect recipe so mm. we're gonna get back to it that's, that's it. it that's it so um to author's point um discussing about a possible project coming up soon uh for those that are listening to this episode in this segment um just stay tuned to our social media because we will be rolling out something very soon and uh, i'm gonna be Get in my arsenal of Greek music ready. Make sure you hit. You've never heard before. Oh man, that's awesome! I'm so excited about this. Yeah, I'm we'll, excited. We'll make, I, I have, I, like, I have that energy. I want to put stuff out there too, so I, it'll be a good. Yeah. We're gonna do it. We're doing in the, it. In the meantime, uh, Thriller, can you let our audience know uh, for those that have been listening about what you do and maybe your services? Uh, how can they find out more information about? Yeah, so the best thing you can do is you go to um, to www.djthriller.com. 
So there you can uh, book me. I do weddings, Greek events, baptism, whatnot, non-Greek stuff too. Also do lighting and uh, other different event services go on there. Um, if you want to f- listen to my music, you go to the best would be go to my SoundCloud. So it's soundcloud.com slash thriller, T-H-R-I-L-L-A uh, music. And then on Instagram, DJ thriller, T-H-R-I-L-A underscore official. And that's the uh, my awesome. There. We, yeah, I, I'm going to link to all those as yeah, well. So there. so yeah, so uh, just stay on the lookout for that. And uh, you know what, guys, uh, this was awesome. Uh, listening oh, you, to you. You forgot. To, you, I forgot one last story that I, I needed to tell you. Get okay. it out. It was the time when the MTV called me. I don't even know if what? it was. Oh. Yeah, it was. And it's happened recently. It was three years ago. No, two years ago. I got a I got a call on my phone. I just want to throw it out there because I, I, I it was almost an amazing story that I never really tells anybody. But I was I, I thought it was a spam call. I didn't answer it. I get the message. I go to my message. I listen to it. And it's like, hello. And I actually say this message. It's like, hello, this is uh, so-and-so from MTV. We're casting a new show. Uh, we're looking for a Greek DJ. And what? I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm full of so, anyway, so I go to, uh, I go to my wife. I'm like, I think MTV. What? I'm like, right. I go, I go outside. I'm like, let me call them back. I call them back. I'm like, yeah, this is Arthur. It's like, oh, this is DJ Thriller. I'm like, yeah. She goes, yeah, we're, we're filming a new show in, in uh, Mykonos. We're looking for a Greek DJ. We're going to be Lindsay Lohan's uh, show. Um, what? Mykonos. And we're looking for someone. I'm like, well, how did you find me? She's like, how do I not find you? You're everywhere. I, type, <laughs> I go, you, I, I hear your music. Um, you know, I had my people in my office listen to my music. And they're, they're like, we want you on there. And I'm like, I'm like, look, unfortunately, my wife is pregnant and like ready to have like, you know, we're having a baby. Oh, so it was five years ago, I would have been there. I go, but, oh man! But uh, you know, I would have been like the Poly B of Greek Greek DJs and stuff like that. Um, that would have been awesome, man. Yeah, so I always tell people this story. It was like so, it was almost a validation of like all this hard work that I put out. I'm like, finally, I'm like, not that I, it wouldn't have been great to go, but it was almost to the point of like, all right, they called me. I'm like, oh well, at least they found me somehow. I'm like, how the hell did they even find me? Like, it was, that's but awesome. it was all that hard work that I put myself out there on, on yeah. the internet. That's, that's a testament, awesome. a testament to you. Yeah, so I was always tell people like that. I'm like, I got so I ended up um telling them I, I obviously I can't oh. do it, and you know, I can maybe help you find somebody else. And um, they ended up. I don't even think they ended up getting DJ. They went a different direction with so, a Greek extent look. So the moral <laughs> to your story right there, Arthur, is answer your phone. Yes, <laughs> if the phone looks like if it looks like a crazy phone. Just answer it. Uh, I almost missed it. I, I would have never even got it. I, I almost deleted the message too. I would have never known. And I was like, I was like, geez, I ended up saving the message on my phone. I'm like, listen, well, I, I, I I, not not to go off a story, too many stories, but uh, I think Ari has a story that's almost going to top that. No, it it doesn't top that. But I think it, it does. When we had when we had all those battles back in the day between promoters and all the bullcrap, and I, they used to drive me crazy. I never answered my phone. I, I would never answer my phone. So at one point, I got a phone call and a message, but I didn't check it for like a week. And when I finally checked it, it was a producer for Oprah Winfrey asking me to go on the show because we promoted uh, my big Fact Week wedding before it went into wide release. And I was like, no. And I called back and they're like, oh, sorry, we already booked the show. <laughs> this yeah. is the, same, I, the same exact feeling. I'm like, <laughs> answer your phone. That's it. Like, I was like, why didn't I answer that? Oh, yeah, man. it's almost you almost to the point of like, like now, now it makes you all like shell shocked. You're like, all right, I'm picking this, picking my phone. Up. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't want no car insurance. No car. Well, you know, that, that was pretty recent for you. I mean, we're, for me, we're talking like yeah. uh, 15 years ago. Nobody's no, calling I mean, me now. I, mean, was, <laughs> I ended up calling, I called them back. It was a, a, a casting call company. I was like, well, you know, you, you guys. 
because I worked the, that, that same group that I worked with, the dance group, they actually danced on MTV and I did music for them. Yeah. So I was like, look, I go, I, I guess I did some stuff for you guys before, but they were like, they're like, I want to keep my name on file. I was like, I just like, this is like, because you know, a young kid might not know what MTV is today, but in our generation, Oh, yeah. it was like the, the, the it was like your life and especially mine yeah, as, as, as because right. i do what i do i'm like Absolutely. It, was, it was ginormous now it's, it's just reality show crap yeah but back then man you say mtv back then it was like, everything yeah it was everything in the world so I, our, our, I, whole, I, our whole our whole like uh our whole culture was uh molded yeah. by mtv back then yeah it was it was the, it was as big as bigger than facebook then it was, yeah. just, that, it was that influential that's, so when i got that call i was like wow i go out of everybody in the whole country, they found me. I go, I must have done something right. I told my parents, I'm like, you were laughing at me in the basement. Bravo, and, bravo, bravo. I go, listen, listen to this. Obviously, we had our kids. I have a kid and stuff. And I, you know, obviously, that was a different joy. And it was obviously, I wasn't going to miss any part of that. But, um, you know, it was just good to get to that point. Of, yeah. yeah, definitely. definitely. Awesome. Well, this was awesome. This was great. Right, yeah, let's, okay, thanks for having me, guys. And uh, well, I look forward to our new venture. Maybe yes, could be the the genesis of this this new venture. So yes, so so we want to thank uh, Arthur Marcos, aka DJ Thrilla. We're gonna have all his information uh, linked up in the notes, and we want to thank you, man. I want to thank you uh, as a guest uh, for all the stories, and you know for bringing back some good memories for me. And and I can't wait to to do everything that we're gonna do, and I can't wait to see. Or actually, I can't wait to hear. <laughs> all the stuff that you're going to be doing. So thanks again, Arthur. We appreciate right. your time. Fati, thank you. Thank you we guys. Want to thank everybody out there. Thank you for watching and listening. Um, this was great. And we will see you guys next episode. Check the notes for all the info and we'll see you next time. Take Bye-bye. care. Man.